Hello everyone, my name is Celia, and I'll be narrating the tale for you today. Thankfully, the tale we have today is free to listen to, so please let this set your mood for the rest of the year. And since it's a new year, we'll be trying something different with a longer tale. This is part one to others that will be slowly released during the next few months. This story was co-written by Aurora and myself. If you like our work, feel free to visit our Tumblrs at iamaurorcole.tumblr.com and thebuildingcacophony.tumblr.com for more of our work. Links down below. The tale today recants the meeting of a quiet pirate named Archmay, Aurora to those that know him, and Ilya Cole. But before they were married, and before they even had kissed, it foretells their first meeting together and the very shenanigans that carries them through the current day. The original story didn't have a title, but for the sake of the podcast, I'd like to call this piece A Daring Meeting. Please enjoy. There was talk among the general populace that they were to take the successful war front that had liberated the Sidori people into Northrend. It was supposed to be filled with blood, glory, and death. So much death. But Ilya didn't expect for death to happen, nor to take one of the few constant things in her life. These last few months have been literal hell. She was thrust into the wide open world with nary a spell to her name to try and survive. And she did. Ilya met a warlock named Malafaka that preyed upon her uniqueness, but she survived even though it hurt her. She also rekindled her friendship with her cousin that she adored, Ledwin, before her uncle shipped her off to the academy. It was her uncle's request so she could be civilized, tuned off to be this reformed dumbass, married, and then to be forgotten. Fuck that. Lily didn't go through all of this to die with but a whimper. She'll fight. She'll survive because at least she knows that someone wants her there. Ledwin, her cousin, the only family left that seemed to care despite all her glaring flaws. And then he stopped responding to her mails a few weeks ago. Ilya knew that his lady love Azida had been lost in the preliminary squad to Northrend. That's at least what Ledwin said. He was beside himself with worry, but Ilya was his family. Sure, they didn't get along at times, and had completely different mindsets, but at least they could have fun together. Be at least a family together. But then the letter stopped coming, and Ilya knew. Malafaka instantly tore to that weakness of hers. If he mattered enough to him as family, maybe he would never left. He was weak, Ilya, just like you are. That set Ilya off, and she could not let him fucking see her cry. She ran then within the painted towns of Silver the semi-balance of walking magical brooms. She was going to be alone again. Somewhere as she ran, the button Ilya kept her massive amount of blood-red hair became loose like a blood waterfall. If she was not dirty and dressed with a torn battle clothing, some may consider her beautiful. She was a feral thing, though. Ilya couldn't help but think that if she was stronger, Ledwin wouldn't have wanted to go. It wasn't fair. Ilya ran as far and as fast as her legs could carry her until her lungs burned. 
The searing heat expanded across all the veins within her skin, like the fire magic she wielded. It wasn't fair. This whole situation wasn't fucking fair at all. Are you okay, miss? Causing the woman to turn sharply, glancing up at the mysterious man. His hair was soft and black, but it was hard to tell exactly how he was with her blurred vision. The tissue pressed to her eyes was as soft as his voice. Ilya rubbed her dirtied hands across her eyes, causing the wild mane of dark red hair to spread like a halo as the wind swayed. It was rare for people to approach her, considering her reputation. Thank you, Ilya mumbled softly as she sniffled once more. The woman couldn't help herself and reached forward, closing her arms around his waist, letting her tears soak into the man's chest. His kindness reminded her at this time of Bloodwin, as she let herself be swept away by it. The mange half expected the man to throw her to the ground when he smelt her hair, or the grime that clung to her clothing, so she tensed lightly when he started to move. A light-hearted melody swelled in the air, and she realized there was a band playing music nearby. The kind stranger started to step to the beat, gathering her up in his movements. Ilya wearily let him lead, but he meant her no harm, as his hands did not travel any farther than they should have been. He was a true gentleman in the kindest sense, with her being at her lowest point. The music swayed, creating highs and lows that, corresponding with the soft winds, caressed the two. Ilya felt bad because at least all she could do was cry, but he was letting her. It was nice and needed at this moment. Why do people always do stupid things for the ones they love? Ilya choked out in a soft rasp. Her tears had slowed down as she issued this phrase. Because they love them so much, it hurts to be a part of them. The man offered simply in a low whisper. His voice was barely audible against the rising song, whispering against her ear. Ilya shivered, but didn't seem to quite understand. It was stupid. The reason was far too easy, but the words made sense. It seemed to be exactly what she needed to hear at this time. Ilya's tears had stopped completely by the time the soft drawl of the music was ending him pulling her into a practice twirl as he let her go. The soft tissue was once more produced, and the tears cleaned her face as she looked up into his eyes. They seemed pure and honest. The mage suddenly wanted to know everything about this man. The question of his name hung lightly upon her lips, but if Malafaka found out, would he stay friends with her? Would his kindness wither? She couldn't miss that. The woman heaved a soft sigh, letting the words build like the music that had begun again. The meaning of her words childish, to a reason that felt just as stupid as the reason she was crying. Ilya still felt like a child, even though she was very much a young adult, something her mind was still grasping. I'm, I'm sorry for this, Ilya whispered, biting her cracked lip. You're right, though. We need to do stupid things for the ones we love. 
The woman admitted, burying her hand shakily against her forehead, letting her red hair sway. The grime-soaked strand stuck to her face like some kind of shield protecting her. The fragile, feral mage sighed once more and looked like she was going to break into tears again. But the man lifted her chin to look into her eyes. You're stronger than you realize, he admitted softly and then smiled. My cousin was lost in Northrend. That's where he said he was going last before he disappeared. Do you think if I joined the Horde Regiment out there, I might find him? Though it was counterproductive, Ilya already made up her mind. She just wanted to hear one person who didn't know of her history. Her unfortunate destiny, her upbringing, she just wanted comfort. The man slowly shook his head and pat the tissue against her eyes once more, wiping away the grime until her face felt raw, unguarded. You can do anything you want. Fuck what other people say. Ilya couldn't help but grin and inclined her head to the man. Illy, that's my name. See if you decide to go to Northrend, Fox. She teased and smiled. Thank you again, she muttered, and let the music dwell on. Maybe she won't see him again. But the stranger's kindness was needed. She felt horrible for not at least getting a name from him. But it was for his own good. Ilya didn't let him respond as she broke into a small run, letting a long wave of hair trail behind her. And so Ilya made up her mind to find her cousin in Northrend. The only question is how? And so the daring meeting of Ilya and Archmace started with tears and a song. But what else could mean for the pair? Stay tuned to find out. Just as Archmay and Ilya found comfort in each other through song, we'd like to close out our podcast in music. Good news! Due to the popularity of Darius's music, he has agreed to help us with composing short songs for the ending of some of our podcasts. As far as if this one has one or not, depends on what Aurora will do, but keep a listen. We'll always put what music we end on in the notes below. If you're not sure who Darius is and would like to hear some of his music for yourself, feel free to listen to episode 10 where we have one of his songs at the end of the tale. Either way, let the music carry you to the rest of your day, night, or whatever you're doing now. If you do enjoy our work, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube section, or to sign up for the podcast in any one of the links below. Want to submit a story? There's a link down there as well. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Like always, our time is short together, but what little time we have, thank you for sharing it. Good night.
breaking. Ain't nobody gonna understand. I gotta come up with another plan to get me out of the place I was stuck in. Get me back to a place I can function. Trapped in a room, trapped in the gloom, overloaded with the stress and suffering. Can someone out there hear me? Please send a sign if so. Right now my brain's in a place where it's telling me it's better if I just let go. Used to not have no baggage, and I flew straight through the rain. So someone went and threw me off the Let's go. Used to not have no baggage, and I flew straight through the rain. 